this time for real. This one's for the books. Welcome to RSF Radio. I am your host, Joe Monday. I have a special guest with me. It's not PB Gecky. It's Gecky CP now. It's not peanut butter Gecky, which is, in my mind, what I always thought, which I know is not what it stood for. <laughs> but but here we are. How you doing, man? Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's it's something that I had always thought and like now can't actually go back to because it's it's yeah. offic- it's officially changed. So I can't I can't yeah. go back on that. I and I understand. I understand that people are disappointed. I still I still eat peanut butter casually, but I'm more of an almond <laughs> butter person now. So yeah, that's your, it's your big that, difference. That's your secondary game now. You're really working on your almond game right now. Yeah, um, I'm trying to pick a good game. You know. Actually, side note, before we actually get into anything and talk about video games, uh, well, actually, this is somewhat related to video games, Uh, and I know I like to start out the show letting you pitch your stuff, but I want to talk about protein bars right now, like right this second. Uh, Protein bar tech. I saw you have some protein bar tech for tournaments, and I was like, I'm on that, I'm on that level. I, I, my wife and I make our own protein bars fairly regular. And I was wondering, what's your what's your secret? What's your recipe? Okay, so my go-to in terms of laziness, if I need something to go for a snack, mm-hmm. is Cliff Bars from Costco. Super cheap. It's like 18 bucks Canadian for about 26, I believe, which is pretty good bang for your buck. Um, now, my ideal way of doing it is having energy balls. So basically, the base would be oats, uh, cocoa powder, uh, cocoa nibs, like cacao nibs, like cacao the actual nibs, yeah, cacao yeah, nibs, yeah. Um, I Which put people might powder. Not, people might not know what those are. It's yeah. not like we're not talking chocolate. It's not. No, it's not chocolate. It's like these no. little tiny pellets that. Do they? they to just the people that are just too bitter. basic to understand, it's mostly like dark chocolate chips, if you could imagine. But yeah, yeah, that's better. like the most yeah. basic explanation of what those are, and they're yeah. extremely bitter, but they exactly. go well mixed with other things. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, I put Vega powder because not only am I a Vega main, but that, that stuff is amazing. Uh, and I don't get the sport version, I get the green version, so I get more nutrients from vegetables and whatnot, and more minerals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I always add either peanut butter or almond butter as a base because you need something to have it stick together so you don't mm-hmm. put too much but just enough so when you smush it into a ball that it kind of stays that way and, uh, and then you put chia seeds uh, you can put pretty much anything else you want aside from that i put coconut oil for a slight little hint and uh with the yeah, chia seeds freaking amazing with the yeah. chia seeds do you pre-soak no i do not i go raw Ooh, okay Hmm. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. But uh, I I wait a while before drinking water after eating it raw because I learned the hard way that they explode. Well, they like so if people aren't like familiar with what's actually going on with chia seeds, remember like chia pets? It's the same same shit, except you just eat the seeds raw and it's like actually really good for you. Mm -hmm. However, what you have to watch out for is that they they're just thirsty for water. They will they'll dry you up if you aren't if you if you just eat them raw. But what you do is you can soak them and then they kind of like get a little bit slimy, but they're fine to put in or if you have something that's like if you're putting them in something that is like has a lot of water in it, then it might absorb all of that and kind of cut that 
like danger of really dehydrating yourself. Um, yep, exactly. Um, actually, my daily meal uh, Monday to Thursday at work is the night before I take a mason jar, which I've collected a bunch from eating pints of ice cream through the last couple of years. <laughs> Wait, hold uh, on. what ice cream huh? puts their ice cream in mason jars? So you can buy a pint for 10 bucks from this place called Ernest Ice Cream in Vancouver. Okay. And this is a specifically Canadian thing. Specifically Canadian, yeah. Okay. I don't think this is a chain. I don't think I've seen another one. I like got this, like all excited. I'm like, I want ice cream out I'm of, sorry, a, out of like a ball jar <laughs> that I could dig in. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Go ahead. And so basically, what happens is, uh, if you ta- if you take the jar home, wash it, and return it, you get a dollar back. But I used it one time for chia seed pudding, and ever since then, I've collected at least five or six so i have five or six and i refuse to return them because they're just too damn useful so basically i take chia seeds about just enough to make a thin layer at the bottom i add some raw oats in there and Mm. add another layer of it um then i add cocoa powder vega powder mix it in there and then i add almond milk uh mix it around and then once it's fully mixed so like all the powder is kind of broken up I add blueberries, like frozen organic yeah. blueberries, and then mix that around, top it off with the rest of almond milk to make it to the top, leave it overnight, and then enjoy it the next day for lunch. Hmm. Hmm. That sounds pretty good. That sounds yeah. like super healthy. Uh, yeah, keeps like, me full. Yeah, good energy, good energy, minerals. good power in it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, the one thing that, like, kind of the difference between what we make is... I like to do sliced almonds in there or some kind Ooh. of other nut. We do the steel cut oats in the in the thing that kind of holds it together as well. Yeah, minor steel cut too. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I uh, prefer I prefer that actually. And the what we do is we and I suggest you do this as well for shape. I don't know if you do this, but when mm-hmm. we go instead of like rolling them into a ball, we put them in a like a muffin tin and then put that in the freezer. So then it's uh-huh. like its own little shape and then once they're all frozen put them out, wrap them in tin foil, eat them the next day. Everyone at work thinks you're eating drugs because <laughs> folks, that's exactly what it looks like when you bring out like this little, like uh, somewhat oily cookie or, or like cake type thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Because of, like, you know, the, the peanut butter or almond butter that you're using. And it's like either natural peanut butter or whatever that, whatever the hell you go with or almond butter, whatever the hell it'll, it'll get this like natural oil on the outside. Uh, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of this, like weird oily cake and you eat it. And then the next day your boss drugs tests you because you have long hair, like a hippie and are eating <laughs> what is effectively a magic brownie, but the magic is energy in this instance. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. That, so those are like super good to take to tournaments. I know I'll be taking some to Vegas because like, a food is hyper expensive out there and like having yep. like a good like raw snack to be like boom this is my energy like i can take two of those and be good like all day um but anyway that is just some health advice that's not why you're here although no <laughs> although, although that, i love i can talk about that for hours although i mean speaking of vegas though uh where food is expensive but also I, hmm, I always actually find it really weird that we can we've never gotten trouble taking those on an airplane it's we'll take like oh, a really? dozen of them all? in a baggie it, huh. it i mean it really looks like drugs folks like when you when you really look at it you're like that hmm 
this is this ain't kosher. But we've never been stopped. Never been stopped for those. Uh, the only time we did it was like we didn't take them out, and they're like, "You're supposed to take food out." Where the TSA? Oh, like, well, so you're trying to hide it. That's that's why <laughs> we weren't. We really weren't. But they were like, mm, "You can't take food out." But they weren't like worried about it being drugs because I mean it. Anyway, anyway, going to Vegas though. There's something that might be on the horizon for you and what you've got going on in Vegas this year. What uh, what's mm-hmm. what's up with that? So for the first time, I'm running an Evo tournament on the side for fighting EX Lair. Dang. I've never done this before. I've never used Smash GG. Holy crap, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because oh, I've man. only used Challenge before. I'm so really... using Challenge to hmm. Smash GG is like you're in another career. Like you've gone from McDonald's, working at McDonald's, to now working at a lawyer's office. And you're like, what am I doing here? Do I belong you know here? Yeah. You're not wrong because on on challenge it's like you can do whatever man it's cool you want to yeah. you want to eat a burger during your whatever man fuck it I don't care uh and then you go to smash and it's like you better have your shit in line pal <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you're like whoa hey there uh whew, all right I didn't know it I'm was like, I got to give you my email <laughs> yeah this, this was like oh, seriously uh no I'm kind of I'm actually glad you said that uh because People ask, have asked me, they're like, so why don't you use like Smash GG for, for your weekly tournament? I'm like, that's like the least user-friendly bracket system that you could ever use. Anyone could. Mm-hmm. It is like, and unfortunately so, like it, it, it prevents users from going on and using it effectively. And it has a, it's terrible on mobile, which is where most people need to oh use it God. anyway. It, it's terrible. I couldn't even use it. Oh, no. Oh, it's like, it's basically unusable on mobile. Yeah. Uh, what I've found is like you have to go to mobile and then like if I'm using like Chrome, just enable desktop mode it to be like for have it to be like useful at all. Um, yep. And I'm, I know that I'm like I'm hampering on like Smash GG right now, but I should say it is capable of of lots of things. It's like a fighter jet. Right. But I have no fucking clue how to fly a fighter jet. I can fly a kite just fine. I can use challenge all day. This is easy mode. I can't yeah. fly a fucking fly, a fighter jet. And that's well, what it's and on top of that, you. they give you. Okay, so I tried looking because I wanted a tutorial of like the basics at least. And there's a YouTube channel for Smash GG, and they have an intro video. Fuck that video. That doesn't teach you anything you need to run a tournament. You just know what stuff means, but you don't know how to actually set it up. But man, interface, uh, man, it's a, uh, hmm, it is unfortunate, and it's also super I, unfortunate because like everybody, use, it's like the most, mm-hmm. it is the most official bracket you can use, like hands down, yes. and it allows you to do a whole bunch of shit. It's very useful. But what you're using it for mm-hmm. is a Fexel tournament that you've got going on. Uh, yeah. What's your what's your scope here? What are your what are your hopes and dreams? Um, so I've capped it at ambitiously. 200 players. I doubt that's going to happen because the cap for the Fexel tournament two years ago was 150. And they actually reached just short of that. I think it was 148, something like that. That's cool. Um, but what was interesting, though, for that tournament they hosted um, is they had it as a single elimination tournament. And then the top four 
uh, got put into a double elimination smaller bracket. Okay. And then that was that's what was streamed. So when you saw the, if you look up Evo Fexel 2016, you'll see the top four. And that's basically what that bracket was. You never saw anything from the uh, single elimination. Um, so what I'm doing this time uh, is I'm doing first to two double elimination, just one big massive bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, all the, it's five bucks to en- enter. And all the money that's going into the pot or into from Smash GG is going into the pot. So I'm keeping no money. Um, it's not going anywhere else. Uh, it's all going to be funded for the players that are coming. Um, I also have a friend from NorCal, uh, Capsule, who does who hosts uh, Capsule Entertainment, which is a, his Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. He does the stream for NorCal and their Fexel circuit. So he's actually coming to help me record the matches since we won't be able to stream it. Okay. Um, cool. that so we're going to have it all recorded. Question. Okay. Yeah. And um, so we're going to have uh, two setups. So basically two PS4s running. I have a friend from Vancouver who's helping me out with that. Uh, also running the bracket as well. Because I'm also entering Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. So I have to probably run back and forth depending on how well I do. So I need some help. <laughs> yeah. Because um, what's the, yeah. I guess that's my question. Then what ti- what's the timing of all of this? So uh, it's going to be starting on Saturday at 2 p.m., probably starting within 15 minutes or so after that time and then going till 9 p.m. based on, you know, how how many people are able to, you know, jump back and forth quickly as possible. Because I understand it's a side tournament and I also understand that people playing pools or people want to watch certain matches. But um, since we only have two setups, we can't run that many matches at one time as well. Um, so I, I will okay. be obviously more understanding than, you know, an official uh, tournament circuit. So would there but I definitely be, want to get it done because there's a time cut off at 10 p.m. Would there be any attempt to get more setups, perhaps, if if the, yes. if the people show up? Yes. Um, essentially, we need more tables. So if someone can bring oh, a table right. of some kind or maybe, I mean, if they're OK with putting it on the floor, that works, too. Um I don't have good experience with that, but <laughs> be down a dirty man. Well, I mean, yeah, it. I guess it depends, right? Because mm-hmm. there's that whole area that did you have to like cordon off an area or talk to? Yes. Talk to so, the so I I tweeted at Mr. Wiz, and by the way, that's the worst way to do it because he does not respond to you. Nope. Yeah, that's... <laughs> he's probably so busy, and yeah. you know, oh, yeah. get, he's like, "Who's this guy from Vancouver? Geki? What the hell?" Uh, so I had to email the official, um, like when you go to Evo's website, uh, if you go under contact, that's, that's where you have to do it. Yeah. So you send them a message saying, I would like to host a tournament. Um, is there anything you can do to help me set up? And so in terms of consoles, they're usually not able to help in yeah. any regard, but they can help for monitors, tables, and cables necessarily. Oh, really? They do Which is kind of nice. Yeah, I yeah. actually I didn't realize that. I thought it was mm-hmm. like all do it yourself or huh. Yeah, because I I only have a PS4 and I have you know two computer monitors, but I don't have the luggage space to carry anything more than a PS4, for right. example. So um, luckily, I had another PS4 from a friend of mine from Vancouver Street Battle, and we're both bringing ours there to do it. And yeah, they they're giving us the monitors, which is great. The table space for it is going to be in the bring your own console setup. So it's going to be, you know, out in the open where everyone can see. Yeah. Um, there's going to be no on-site registration because I don't want to that add people last minute. That was going to be my next question then, is when yeah. is the cutoff? So the cutoff is actually going to be Thursday uh, morning of that okay. week. All right. Because I don't want any last minute entrance and I want to make sure that 
because I know some people will take it very seriously, like myself. So I don't want to, you know, mess up pools before people are practicing and whatnot. I kind of want to keep it basically around the time that Evo pools get finalized. So I want to keep it kind of uniform in that sense. That's fair. Yeah. That's not crazy. I mean, for like a side tournament that has significantly less people to worry about, that's not that that's pretty reasonable, I think. Like having mm-hmm. something last minute to have people show up and and sign up can really like fuck up a bracket and yeah. not be fun to deal with. So uh, mm-hmm. that's that's completely reasonable. So get the word out now while while you still have a chance. So if anyone out there is playing Fexel, do you have any people from Japan that are interested? Have you reached out to those people? Oh, I have a story for you, Joe. So oh, okay. actually, because I know that there are some players out there. Okay, all right, all right. All yeah, right. there is, there is. Okay, so okay, but let me preface uh, just to finish off the topic. So fair, if fair, you fair. look up Smash GG uh, slash Fexel F E X L Evo twenty nineteen, you'll find the tournament right away to sign up. No okay. problem. Well, it'll also be in the show notes. You'll give me yes, that link. Yes, hundred percent. That'll be that'll be down below or wherever the fuck you have to look for those things. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Right, cool, cool, um, cool. Okay. So my Japan story with Fexel. So I sent out an initial tweet when I first created the tournament and started, you know, advertising. Uh, I noticed no one from Japan tweeted it out or liked it except one guy who plays uh, Skullomania, and I think he's, like, top 10 in Japan. But no one else uh, seemed to be aware of it. So I tweeted it out again this week. I think it was Monday. And I tweeted at 18Go, who is arguably the best fighting EX layer player in the world. And he's also the EX2 master. So like for Street Fighter EX2, he's the best player to ever exist and there ever will be. So, (laughs) and he runs the Fexel scene in Japan. He he owns Fexel Tokyo, which is another, which is basically the Japanese stream. And they do locals, they do tournaments. They're the ones that hosted um, the EVO Japan tournament that happened last year. Oh, right on. Um, Which is amazing. It was all, it was crazy. All first to one single elimination. Like, (laughs) if you want co-op cup levels of hype, you watch that tournament. Honestly, there is something. This is kind of an aside, but there is something about a first to like a one and done single elimination tournament that I think is excite. There's some excitement that can be like I'm there's almost like once a month. I think to myself, I should run a single elimination tournament. It's really fun. At, at some point, just out of nowhere, it'd be like, hey, this week, single elimination, come ready. Um, but anyway, so go on. Yeah, so I so I tweeted out uh, to 18Go and his Fexel Tokyo scene and to other people like Sero T, who's another um, top Fexel player in Japan. Um, and 18Go tweeted at me in Japanese. I had it confirmed by two people in the Fexel Discord to make sure what I was reading was accurate because, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Twitter translate can be, you know, misleading sometimes. Oh, Google translate can be hilarious. It's like, yeah, exactly. It can be incredibly awesome. Yeah. So I don't want to say the wrong thing if like one or two words is wrong, because that would change the total statement that he right. made. Right. So but basically what he said, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but generally what he's saying is that he's not going to spend like in this. And this is in a respectful way is right. that I'm not going to spend two thousand dollars to fly to the United States where I don't believe that anyone can give me a good fight. Damn. Those and are so words. I, and so I said, I'm Canadian and you've never fought me. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's yet to reply, but Cyril T, which is a good <laughs> rival of his liked it. So I know he saw it 
I don't think he's going to come because I wouldn't want to spend two grand to be yeah, disappointed potentially. Yeah, but that's completely reasonable, honestly, because like the the winnings probably wouldn't reach that yeah. amount even. So it's like, yeah. unless he already had plans to go to Evo, it doesn't really make exactly. much sense. Exactly. I mean, for the other people who know him that would be coming here, maybe it makes more sense for them. 100%. But the thing is, I truly believe that I would, at the very least, put up a close fight. Because okay. I played with Justin Wong a lot, actually, right. uh, in yeah, the last yeah. couple he, months. He's, all, he's always up at Van Street Battle. I see that guy yeah. traveling all the time. And he thinks I'm good, which if Justin says that, I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> he's good. I don't know if you guys know, but Justin Wong is very good at fighting games. He's oh, yeah. like one of, if not the most important player in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Historically, let's say, like of all time, mm-hmm. arguably. But anyway, go on. So you've got uh, Japanese people maybe interested in coming. There's probably some that have signed up maybe already. At this there point. is. There is already okay. one that signed up. I don't know if he's from Japan. His country is listed as unknown. Okay. Um, and there's actually another player I recognize, uh, Cookie, who was one of the first people to play in the launch tournament. And I found out that this person, Cookie, is a cosplayer. And I believe he had a moment on when Gutex and Mike Ross were doing a cosplay contest. He was the one dressed in the black Chun-Li costume. And he did the full-on like Chun Li Kata to win the cosplay tournament, <laughs> and I really I put two and two together. I'm like, they're the same person, <laughs> same guy. Weird. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, funny how that works out. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So you've got this tournament going on. You've had it set up through Evo proper. You hit up Mr. Wiz, and he was busy as fuck. Obviously, yep. it's, it's cool official. that they offer that they offer like partial setups, like not. Like they'll get you most of the way there. Um, yeah. Do they? So let me ask you this then: Do they only offer two, or are they like two is what you get, and if there's anything else, there's anything else you got to bring? Um. Well, when they when they worded the email to me, they said that we can only spare two. Okay. So maybe it seemed like I was just a bit late in asking. Possibly. Right. Yeah. Because the, the reason why I did it so yeah. late was because Arika, I wasn't sure if they were gonna do it like they did in 2016. And uh, they flat out told me in a tweet that um, we will be cheering for you and not and supporting you, but not physically supporting you. I'm right. like, okay. Well, yeah. They're like, fine. we have, there's costs on our end. And also yeah. we're, we're busy. Yeah. Like, they also sorry. have area coming out soon. So hopefully they're putting their resources towards that. All right. That's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I've kind of fallen off the, the news on that. What's the, uh, what was that? Come again. So Aria is basically the last uh, Street Fighter EX character that is missing from the current Fexel roster. Uh, and if you don't know what she is, she is basically a scientist with cybernetic parts. She has a humongous robotic arm. She has robotic roller skates and rocket boosters on her roller skates. And she launches her arm to do setups and Oki and mix-ups. And there's already test footage of her as with the CPU versus CPU that they released on their channel. And uh, she looks really cheap. All right, cool. But so does everyone like, else in the game. Is this like a bionic arm situation? Yeah, that's like... Basically. Hmm, we kind of didn't talk about this yet. Or I don't know if we've talked about this in, in the previous episodes. But like people are... like This is something that I like about Fexel is that mm-hmm. yo, there's a lot of characters that are fucking whack. 
Yeah. There's some <laughs> whack shit in that game. <laughs> Everyone's whack. All the decks are whack. Yeah, and it's just up to like, you to put them together. <laughs> Darun with Shinobi deck? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, I'm An I'm invisible gone. grappler that can guard break you for an unblockable overhead? Excuse me? Yeah. An, an unseeable high-low command grab mix-up? Yep. Hmm. All right. Well, well, what's good, though, video games. <laughs> Once you do something, he does appear. Like if you press a button, he right. stops being visible. But by the time you do the command grab, you can't. It's too late. You're already grabbed. <laughs> yeah, too fast. Too fast. Too can't. fast. Too fast. I love it. Uh, no, that man. There's some fucking whack characters in that game. Uh, yeah, I but love that's it. kind of mm, that's what makes it fun. I mean. I had Lucky D on last week's episode talking about, mm-hmm. I mean, he agreed. He's like, I like fucking, I like broken games. I, I yeah. like the tier list to be whack. I'm like, yeah, man, I agree. I've said that on this show before and I'll say it again. A hundred percent true. Broken games with broken characters, but it's like almost every character is broken in that game. Yeah. Well, uh, cause that's, what's interesting. Cause I find the tier list uh, is so close that there's only like one character in the entire game that is almost too honest, but even he has some BS that you can abuse. But the thing is like, it's like that whole saying, like if everyone's broken, then is anyone really broken? Yeah. Fair. You know what I mean? So, I mean, at the end of the day, because, because on top of which is that you can pick any deck you want as well. So a lot of the times, if you feel like you're struggling in a matchup, you can always switch decks as well. So a lot of the time, it might not be the character you're having trouble with. It might be the person's deck that they're using, right? So you can just, instead of changing characters, just choose a different deck. Which I feel you can't really do that in other games. You kind of have to pick another character or you have to get much better than the other person at the matchup, for example. It really does change how you play, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's it's not like V-Trigger selection where it's like you actually only have one V-Trigger. Yeah, <laughs> like it's to to compare it to Street Fighter Five. It's not like Street Fighter Four, where it's like you might switch between ultras, you might, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily affect how you play the matchup. That 100%. game has things that totally change how your character even like how you run mix-ups, like how you do okies. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's cool. Looking forward to uh, the Fexel Torm that you've got going on at Evo this year. Uh, again, all of those links will be down below. But you brought something up earlier that Justin Wong traveling to Van Street Battle uh, pretty often. Yeah. What have you seen? What he's been up to though? On man, that's Justin Damn. Wong is a businessman. He is. Well, the CEO sponsorships, right? That's like that. Like came out of nowhere. He had this yeah. whole thing where he was like, "Hey, Evo sponsorships are a thing. Submit like you're like." just say that you want to or submit like a video or do whatever the fuck you want. And like, there'll be stuff included with that. But then CEO coming up, he's like, well, how about I just send a bunch of people to CEO also just like out of the blue. He just had a baby for God's sake. That's you the think part he'd be that's more fuck- strapped for cash. <laughs> that's the thing that makes me like go nuts is that like, he just had a baby that takes up time. That takes up energy. And he's still mm-hmm. out there doing hot shit like this. Uh, yeah. I mean, and he's sponsoring not one, not two, not three, five people. Yeah. Lost Relic, Princess Slim, Taji, Waz- Wadminator, and Zaffirino. 
crazy. Like all really awesome players, like really good people whom you should follow and and watch what they what they're cooking with. Um, good players for sure, but like just out of fucking nowhere. It, it, yeah. it was like I saw him. It was like a, I want to say it, it was a weekend or something where I just flippantly saw a tweet of him being like, "I should send people to CEO," and then it just <laughs> manifested of like here, boom, 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 boom. Uh, yeah, these players. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's Man. very good at snowballing small ideas. Like if he gets, if he, if you give him any momentum on anything, he will full on commit to it. Yeah, he'll roll with it. Like you've seen the tier yeah. list, right? He's gonna commit. <laughs> About that. <laughs> About that. <laughs> that man. That man will make a tier list. Did you see his his? Legend of Zelda tier list where the man has not played a Legend of Zelda game at all. I heard that. I heard that. That's a fact. (laughs) It's like at this point, that's just, that's a great troll. That's a, that's a phenomenal (laughs) troll. And I can respect that a lot. I have a lot of respect for that. Uh, But yeah, yeah, like man, hats (laughs) off to Justin and what he's doing. That's, that's kind of incredible. Another thing about CEO coming up that if you are listening and you are traveling to CEO, and if you haven't booked your flight yet, uh, it might actually be better to fly into Orlando and drive or take a bus, which they've chartered buses, flight bus, to uh, Daytona. That's wonderful. It's like a, it's hard to see. I know that Sherry has been tweeting about it and that uh, Jabali's out there letting people know. But, like, if you haven't booked your flight yet, which FGC fucking does that, you, you fucking yep. slackers, um, <laughs> that there's, there is a way to get there cheaper because flying to Daytona, because it's a much smaller airport, can be very expensive. But yep. they've, they've at least made that better for, for people, which is very cool. Can, uh, I, can I give you a quote, Joe? Yeah, Just for everyone to use in any context. FGC is lazy. Mm, that's accurate. That's like a, hundred percent true. Like, no context needed. They're lazy. <laughs> that, that's just a fact. And if you think to yourself, "I'm not lazy," prove it. Yeah, yeah pr- honest. Yeah, honestly. Sign up for Fexel. Prove it. Fuck yeah, er- man. Early register. I dare you. Early, early register, register for any tournament you've ever gone to. Please. I dare you. I make, double dare you. <laughs> make any content. It's like fucking weird thing where people. Can I tell you the worst excuse I heard when I was trying to set up my uh, one of my first Fexel tournaments? I was running at Vancouver Street Battle. The guy told me flat out, he's like, I don't want to guarantee what I'm going to be doing later in the day. I'm like, but you ask me about the tournament. I want to keep my options open, baby. Who yeah, knows? I'm like, Who knows I can't what'll commit. happen? No freaking marriage, man. What are you doing? I can't commit to this. You kidding me? Man, we got we also have commitment problems. I've seen you guys go to character select after losing the first round. I've seen it. Don't think yeah, I, I do that too. <laughs> I'm using Ryu now. I'm like, should I use Ryu in this matchup? I don't know. You, you fucking idiot. What are, what is your <laughs> fucking problem? This Vega main. Hold on. This Vega main just told me that his secondary was Ryu. What are you? What are you on? What Joe, are, you don't what, understand. What, when you parry, what did Vega do reverse? to your brain? What like what is wrong? What's what happened? Are you okay? I can't I can't play Ken because Ken's fireball sucks. And I need someone with a DP. And 
I want to play ST in real life. So I wasn't around when ST was popping. So I need to play it now. And I feel like I can do that with Ryu. And Joe, have you ever parried anything with Ryu? It just feels I have. so it feels, good. It does feel good. It does feel good. Oh my God. It's better than an Alex comeback. Uh, Alex also has parries though. Yeah, but he Zangief has to work for has absorbs, which can effectively be parries. Yeah. Abigail has a parry. Okay, I challenge I challenge FGC right now. Record a V reversal on guard. So something like Ken, Gal, whatever, any attacking V reversal. And then you parry it with Ryu and then punish it. If you don't feel like a 10 out of 10. I don't know what you're doing. It's an option select to anyone with a parry. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does Ryu, feel... I don't know what it is. It, do, it is fucking awesome. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. It's an OS and it feels amazing. But this Vega main told me that he's secondary's Ryu. I'm going to be rocking him in Evo. <laughs> fine. Fucking fine. Whatever. You live your best life. I'm not here to judge you. I'm just... I'm just here to recommend maybe like for your health, <laughs> like for your well, own I'll be, health. I'll be honest. I tried Zeku and I like Zeku a lot. Don't get me wrong. Zeku's I tried cool. Ken. I tried Falk. I tried Rashid. Justin, in fact, told me not to play Rashid because it'll make my Vega worse. Because huh. you can just turn your brain off if you play Rashid. <laughs> but you can't do that with Vega because you're going to die. Fair. Fair. Uh, so I asked him, like, well, you know, what character should I pick that out of these I like, which would help me in the matchups, right? And he's like, oh, pick, pick Zeku. And I'm like, okay. But I don't know. I just, something about Zeku felt a bit off. Even though I understood how to use him, I, I got comfortable with him. Um, I was winning in, in cases I wanted to win, which was nice. But I don't know, just reuse something about his speed and his overall options just feel pretty good to me. I love how you phrased that as if it was a question. I loved how you went up at the end as if you don't even know. Uh, you can't see, but I'm I'm shaking my head. Uh, listen, I know a lot of people who play Ryu and and love the character and have fun with him, and and win and do well with him. Uh, mm -hmm. So you you live your best life. You already main Vega, so I can't. I can't help you. I can't. Only only the Capcom gods can help you. And who knows when that will be. I mean, I got my Suzaku stage at night. I mean, I'm set. You did. I got all the Ryu buffs I need now. <laughs> I mean, it it's a fine stage if, if you're into all the stages in, in Street Fighter. So that kind of brings us to E3 news. As mm. far as fighting games go, E3 really ain't the place. Like... E3's not yeah. the place for games that have continued support to be like, hey, and also this thing. No, it's it's more so like, check out these brand new video games. How about the Stadia? How about Xbox streaming services? How you feel about that, guys? We don't, we don't fucking know. Just how Final about Keanu? How do you how do you feel about Keanu Reeves? Pretty good, huh? Internet. That's what I thought. How can how, you hate that man, honestly? How do you feel about that ghost, ghost, ghost thread? What the fuck is the name of that game? Ghostwire. Go, how do you feel about that oh, ghostwire yeah, yeah. layer? Ghostwire lady. She was, she was something. Hmm. <laughs> I will say the way that she says spooky is there's a 
it's good. It's very good. It warms my heart. But that's E3 yeah. news. It, as far as fighting games, though, not a lot of E3 news. Uh, there's the SFL that is like running exhibitions there. There's mm-hmm. like play the pros. So I think that they've they've got some people out there from the SFL. They seem to be having a fun, good time, and that's all well and good. They've been mm-hmm. streaming exhibitions, which great. That's cool. Um, but like not news. The only news that we got was even before E3 where Ono was like, Hey, in August, look for news. And it's like, that's when Evo is. So obviously, exactly. I'm here's the thing that I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. And I'm only worried about this for my own personal health is that yep. there's going to be a big street fighter five announcement at the end, at the end of the street fighter five tournament at Evo which right. tells me that they want Street Fighter V to be the final game on Sunday. Oh, no. Which lets my body know that the, the news is going to be like what my biological clock is telling me. It's three in the fucking morning. Go to bed, you idiot. What are you doing? It's just screaming on the inside, trying to bleed out of my eyeballs to be like, man, last, last, I'll tell you what, man, last year was a fucking physical challenge. I felt like I was on double dare taking the physical challenge. Like, because you want to watch all like all the tournaments. You want to see, you know, what's happening because it's exciting stuff pretty much the whole way through. Um, Mm -hmm. And then to end on Street Fighter V and it being so late and it is just being in that arena is oppressive in a way that the human body was not ready for. And I I won't be able to stop yelling to think that there's going to be a huge announcement because what I actually think is they're just going to get rid like all the stuff of whatever they have for season four is going to be out at the end of street. Like I can see it already. Right. You know how last it was like, here's G and Sagat, they're playable now. It'll just yeah. be like, here's fucking everything. I can't imagine. You can't see, but I'm making a jerk off motion with my hands of like, of Capcom <laughs> being like, whatever, like you're, we're done. Uh, like give fucked everybody. And, and then oh me God. just being like, okay, that's like awesome. But like my heart will fail actually <laughs> if I stay awake for another 20 minutes. And it takes that long to walk to the, the bedroom at the hotel. So Joe, please. Cause, Cause Joe, you know what the worst thing about it is, is that you're already tired like you said you're mentally physically drained from staying up that late and then also watching a hype grand finals and a top eight situation and then they reveal the biggest buildup of news that we've been waiting for since december and then you we have no clue what it is we don't know if it's the next game we don't know if it's a big big update to street fighter 5 we have no idea that's my my heart um, can't take it there's gonna be my, dead people in yeah, the audience i'm gonna fucking have a yeah i'm just gonna it's not gonna be good folks it's i'm gonna the, take a coma after evo by the way i take some blood thinners yeah <laughs> before <laughs> the hypertension you mean alcohol well <laughs> i mean like absolutely actually yeah uh, <laughs> uh hey by the way folks evo tip for alcohol uh if you have the ability to go off site to buy like alcohol in its own there aside from the arena itself there are really no places where they like you can't really walk around with glass but if you like have a flask that might be fine you can walk Mm -hmm. around with beer that's fine like yep that's cool 
like whatever. There are cheaper ways to drink than going to places that are like, hey, get a drink here. $20, oh, please. 100%. Like, I'll, I'll give you my Geki Pro Tip uh, 89. So <laughs> I buy all my alcohol in the duty-free section uh, right before I get on my flight. Damn, okay. Because that's right. pretty damn reasonable. It's in your own currency, so you don't have to spend the money that you're bringing over if you're traveling internationally. And then you just put in your, you know, your carry-on and just enjoy it when you get to a hotel room and you ration it out through through the weekend, you know? And if you can't carry it in the carry-on, get it at the airport you arrive at? Could you do yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can. I feel like if you're flying international, you can't do that. Because usually the way that airports work, it's like you come in through a secret entrance where it's like, you got to go through customs, bitch. Oh, yeah, right. You don't get to go through where like all the shops. I don't like some airports are weird. I can't remember if Las Vegas airport is like that, but uh, the whole thing. Anyway, whatever, man, It I'm I'm just expecting them to drop everything and just say available today or tonight available now you know what would be messed up is if they say it was available last week and we didn't let you we didn't tell you about it no because people would know. wow people would know. i know i know, they would know. <laughs> but can you imagine you can play kage in your living room right now uh no. that is but the it, best one of the best it's, it's very i can't good. i can't understand the case how he's so confident it's so good it's so oh. good and pure and i love it uh anyway that's about so, I mean, there's no other, I mean, there's like Smash News, Banjo-Kazooie. Mm-hmm. I'm Dragon, hyped for that, actually. I would like, the only thing I would be hyped for if they were like, and also Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts 2 coming oh, to the Switch. Snap. I'd be like, ooh, fuck. You want the game. Okay. That'd be, that would be something else. Because like, fuck your, like, I don't care about a Banjo platformer. Give me a Nuts mm-hmm. and Bolts 2. Nuts and Bolts was sick. You had to, you got to like build your own like vehicles for specific missions where it was like oh that one yeah 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 I remember that it's like what that if was there good. was a, a two what if I could do that on mm, mm, that sounds like a good Switch game. It's not a fighting game, but I, I like to build things. I like customization. <laughs> well, my favorite part of the Banjo Kazooie trailer is if you look if you slow down the animation of mm. him attacking with uh, the bird. The bird is in terror. He's screaming all the time. Sorry, she's screaming all the time out of fear and concern for the actions that Banjo is, you know, recklessly doing and using her as a weapon. It's It's, violence. It's hilarious. And I love the detail. They didn't hold back at all. No. Uh, And then the other thing is the Dragon Quest Heroes is a character. And... Mm -hmm. From what I saw, actually, here's the thing that I feel like American audiences don't understand is that, hey, Dragon Quest is fucking huge in Japan. Like, to the point where it used to be that on days where a Dragon Quest, and I don't know, I don't know if this is still true. It actually might be people who are in Japan. Please let me know that the day that a Dragon Quest is released, like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. It is either one of these two things. It is either that they forced the the producers of that game to release it on a weekend so that people wouldn't take off work, 
or they made it like a national holiday where people just didn't have to go into work that day. I think it is the former where they're like, they forced that specifically to be like, this has to launch on a day where people don't have to go to work because they found that when they launched it on a work day, people would be sick and it would actually slow shit down to like a huge detriment to society society. yeah societal (laughs) collapse because of fucking dragon quest hey guys dragon quest was fucking big and people give a fuck about it and not only american people play smash apparently Mm -hmm. Uh, so anyway there's that whole thing mk11 had shang sung stuff where amazing he's i mean it's cool that they got that actor uh to get like that just put him in the game because that's the, that's really the Shang Tsung that you want um, oh 100% that's very good other E3 fighting game stuff right now this wasn't necessarily E3 but Bayani is in early access right now if, if that's something that you're into if you're not familiar with what that is it's effectively Rising Thunder but Philippines mm-hmm. if you're down for that uh, and it's an early access right now. I was trying it out today because uh, I had a little bit of free time before this show, actually. Um, oh, wow. The animations are a little jank. They're a little jank. Mm-hmm. It's a little jank. But small team, still early access. Maybe take a look at it. it. To me, at least something perhaps worth following. The same way that, like, Punch Planet, I think, is worth following. Or a number of other smaller fighting games that I think are worthwhile that... You should be into like if that's something that you're into, go right ahead. Uh, Actually, uh, Metal Revolution, one I'm pretty pumped for, is doing their second round of beta tests. Dang! So okay. if you already have your beta key from before and you missed it, like Geki did over here, <laughs> round two, uh, you can play again <laughs> and actually try the game. Very nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. Um, I don't want to say outright support small games because it's kind of just up to you whether or not like you the player want to play other smaller games but i don't know just it it's worth giving them airtime let's say because it's not like these smaller teams have budget to market Mm -hmm. so i think that's worthwhile yeah 100 anyway uh is there any other so outside of fighting games geki have you been following the the electronic three in any um, capacity. I am the most excited for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. You son of a bitch. I okay. spent so much money and time in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 because they fixed everything about the first one in the, sec- in the sequel. And I spent, oh, I think a year. I think actually a full year if in, in quantifiable time <laughs> of playing that game okay. again and again and again with different people. Oh my god! Uh, I think I pulled an all nighter one time playing that game with I with do, four friends. I do Holy like crap. the way that when Thor is flying and he runs into an invisible wall, he says, "I I cannot go that way." I like the way <laughs> yeah. he says that. But the thing is, I'm I'm scared at the same time because I thought the second one was perfect. So I hope they keep what was good about the second one and just you know push further. You know what I mean? But Geki, it's not the actors I like. Why don't they have the actors I like? Oh, no, no, no. That's a different game you're talking about. Oh, fuck. So I'm talking about the one on the Switch, the co-op game, the one that's... Uh, Does that have the actors in it? 
I'm no, no, that's the one that people are hyped for. That they're like, oh, this should have been Marvel Infinite's roster. Blah blah blah. You uh, know, you know those tweets that, yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but that, like honestly, Avengers game though. looks. Eh. I don't know. It looks fun, but I don't really care too much. That's fair. Uh, mm, but I mean, yeah, they don't look like man. the actors, but who cares? I mean, honestly, though, I mean, the, you know how much it costs to get the likeness of everyone. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Uh, all right, that's good. Anything else that you've got your eye on? Um, I'm trying to think here because I'm just excited for the future. To be quite honest with you, I didn't. I did forget to try. Um, that one fighting game I was excited for. I can't remember the name of it now, but maybe someone can tweet at me. But it's uh, the one with the two giant robot fighting things, and you fight in a big city. It's kind of like King of the Monsters, but Oh, are you modernized. talking about Jeff the Hero? It's like Gundam game? style. Yeah, hold on. You know uh, what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly like what you're talking city about. Something City Rumble or something like that? Yeah, I can't uh, hold on. I should yeah, get I this right, because... Yes, cool. He's a cool dude. Hold on. Uh, we're gonna do some some live uh, live googling, uh, but not really actually. Because uh, um, it really reminded me of like a combination between like Gundam combined with like Zone of the Enders. Yeah, no, it's those it's that combo hype. scenes really nice. It's real good. It's real good actually. Um, God damn it. Okay. But anyway, so the thing that, the thing that most, that I think of the most whenever E3 comes around and it's, it's, this is my own fault, right? Is that I really just get sad where I'm like, man, there's a lot of things I'm interested in that I have actually zero time to play and it makes me sad all day. Cause there's like a whole bunch of cool games out there. Like, oh, yeah. like doom, doom eternal fucking Mick Gordon coming back, ripping and tearing. I'm, Oh man, I would like to play doom eternal at some point. I don't know. I don't have enough is. age to play all the games that I even bought. Oh yeah. That's, like, that's also the to... truth. And it feels bad. Like <laughs> Sam show. I want to play Sam. And Sam show is not really like we've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but like what? Like I see Death Stranding, and I'm like, yeah, I would like to hang out with Mads Mikkelsen. That would be <laughs> cool. I would like to be a Norman Reedus fetus. That's I'm down with that. But I, that sounds like a hashtag. I'm not gonna have time for that. Like, and I, I, I know that. Like with my own life, I'm just like, and it makes me sad. And I'm like, I'm so glad that people can like enjoy this stuff, and that would be yeah. super cool. But like, man, like when you look at a game now, like a single player game that's non fighting game, don't you just feel just get immediately tired thinking about you buying that game? Dude, that's like, actually, I had a little bit of free time uh, this past weekend and a little bit throughout this week where I actually I started playing Sekiro. Where like mm. I had been wanting to play that game for months, like like since it came out. I I love Souls games. Here's the thing about me: love Souls games, and I love going through them without having any information, like blind blind playthroughs. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes me feel good to do that. I I just got around to it, 
and it's been like months and wow I, I don't know like there's part of me that's like i'm glad that i i now have the time to do that but at the same mm-hmm. time i'm like man fuck like this my life is bad and seeing cool shit come out uh, it makes me happy but also sad on the on the inside i'm like crying on the inside every time i see some cool shit come out where i'm like ooh watchdogs huh that that looks like that could be fun or maybe uh i don't know like ghost ghost ghostwire i keep forgetting the name of that shit uh, oh yeah like, that looks good too i don't know mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, but anyway, folks, that's, that's E3 talk. Unless there's anything else that you want to bring up. I think video games are great. I think it's a good time to be they a gamer. It's a good time to be a teenager and not have a job. It's the best time to play games. It's the best yeah. time to be a gamer. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I've been scrolling through. I cannot find the name of this fucking game. Uh, it exists and i i will try and find it before the end of the show which we're coming up on do we have anything else we we have to talk about oh uh, my god my 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 castmates are gonna kill me but beyond the fist is an fgc show that only talks about street fighter league and we follow it every episode oh, yeah. and talk about it analyze the crap out of it we have highlights highlights that we cut to that no one else does when they talk about analysis aside from maybe say jam but we are so professional so pro we have a diverse roster of characters including myself and uh it's a damn good show i think and i really wish capcom would pick it up and drop james 10 and uh ultra david dang just saying not that they're bad people you know they do a good job but you know it's uh it's not the same level what I will say about that is it's cool that you guys are doing coverage for that because it feels like no one is there. I, I mean, I've we've kind of talked about it on this show a little bit, but that's a kind of a side thing. Um, not the not the root of conversation here, but that show is dedicated to there's a lot to honestly watching that. There's kind of a lot to talk about, like. There's a lot of really cool player interactions and like mind games going on that just haven't made their way to public discourse, honestly, in a weird way. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Joe, by the way, Mech Brawler Override is the okay, game. Okay, man, not the game I'm thinking of then. Yeah. Or maybe it is. Hold on. Mech Brawler Override. It looks amazing. Yeah, this yes, this is very good. This oh is my god, good. graphics, the animation, it's like it's like metabots, but if you gave them all steroids. Mick. Okay. Uh yep. Yep, it is Jeff. Yeah, that's if you that's Jeff Life on Twitter. Follow that dude. He's he was sending out codes for McBrawler Override. Which their Twitter account is Override MCB. That game looks dope. Also, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about the slip of the brain because it's hard. Thank to you, remember. Jeff, for making this game. Well, not me. I don't remember, but being yeah. part of that team or whatever. But anyway, yeah. folks. Okay. All right, that's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, other fighting game stuff. Not much else. Uh, so you guys run a podcast. Well. I say pod. Hmm, it it's more of a show, I'd say, because it's not really a pod. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we have a script. We have a script. Ooh, there's you guys that, got fucking scripts. Yeah, we like we like hand it like the people like me, uh, Mortzi and Splice Helix kind of like improvise sort of on the spot. But then Toga is like the brainchild and like the genius. He's like the man behind the curtain, you know. Damn. Like he's the one with the big bald head, like the Lex Luthor brainiac style, <laughs> okay. just pulling cables, pulling wires, and just you know. He's the one carrying the show, in my opinion. All right. Uh, I didn't know you guys had scripts. So smooth. So smooth. Yeah. On this show, we don't have scripts. and But if we did, we'd be out of scripts. We got nothing else, folks. That's that's <laughs> basically a show. I, th- there's not a whole lot of Street Fighter news. It just is what it is. Um, I could talk about the the samurai interview that he made some some interesting quotes, but I'm sure you'll talk about that on your show. Um, yeah, we talked about the Jay Wong sponsorship. Uh, Patrick Miller also has some good writing. If you don't follow him, that's Pat the Flip on Twitter.com. Um, mm-hmm. He just released some good stuff about staying motivated, which I'll include that in the show links. But it, it's really just worth diving into, especially if you don't have a local scene of your own. Just something to really bite into and stick around with fighting games if that is not something available to you. Uh, yeah. But that's a show, folks. Uh, Actually, can I make one point, though? You may. So for the Ryu stage, I see a lot of people uh, knocking it that, oh, you're just giving us the night version. What is this? You lazy. You just turn off the lights. What are you doing? It's actually much more complicated than that to make something nighttime. Uh, So I just want to let people know that it's not as much work, obviously, as making a new stage, but it's definitely not flick a switch and you're done. There's like a lot of uh, colors. That's how and my home works. I just turn off lights and it becomes night. <laughs> that's how video games work too. Duh. God damn like, it, Joe. <laughs> I, I am a very smart d- developer. I have many years experience of flicking off light switches. You just flick the light off. You dummy. What are you talking about? You have to change lighting. You get it's just a slider. You put it down to the bottom where there's no light, <laughs> and you become night stage. Um, well, I mean, of, I can't argue that. Kind of, kind of side note on that. Uh, I I know I kind of jokingly said this earlier, but I actually am interested in the Stadia and what that means for fighting games because I know that they're pushing Me fighting too. games and. Weeks, a couple weeks ago, I would have had like continued to laugh this off, and I would still laugh it off if they're trying to be like, "Hey, we want you to run tournaments on a stadium." It's like, yeah, fuck off with that shit, mm-hmm. because that's not that's not where I think the benefit can come from of running a fighting game online with a stadia, which is Google's new, like new system thing. They're running like their own servers of game, and then you have to like connect to it via whatever the fuck. Anyway, yeah. like you can be in browser or on on whatever. But what I've in my mind, the way mm-hmm. that I've like done research for input lag that developers have to bake into games to account for online and then how online networking works or how it works mm-hmm. is that if it's actually all on one server, that actually might in my mind, if the, so the other end of it is that they would actually have to develop a game or like 
port it to Stadia to specifically run on that, like optimally yeah. and not just like push it out the way that it is. Cause if that's how they do it, it'll be trash. Like yeah, hundred percent Sam mm-hmm. show the way that it is with its high input lag already. They're, they're fixing it or at least they said they're fixing it. If they just said, okay, here's just like a port, same input lag, same situation, not really accounting for like, quote unquote the power of the stadia then it'll it'll kind of be like fucking bad it'll be trash it'll be the worst because yeah. it'll just add on top of that but if they bake it into the system then maybe it'll be i don't know i have there's potential I am, for sure i'm interested mm-hmm. i have extreme doubts but i am interested uh so if at the next opportunity that. that i can i'm gonna fucking get one of those and and be in that shit am i but anyway anyway Oh, excuse me. I did like a a burp as I said that, and it came out all bad. Uh, <laughs> that that did not feel like physically. That did not feel good. Uh, anyway. Good thing it's not the year twenty fifty where smell vision is uh, incorporated <laughs> into podcasts. Uh, next E three. Yeah. Anyway, folks, th- that's a show. Typically, I like to end by asking uh, the guest what their their favorite normal and and spe- and, and combo is. But you've been on the I show so often. I can't necessarily. I, I can't necessarily. Is there any any way that you think you would want to end the show? I want to ask you what's your favorite normal attack and combo in any fighting game. But actually, in honor of Fexel, I want to ask you what it is in Fexel. Okay. So in Fexel, mm-hmm. my favorite normal attack in Fexel is Darun's crouching medium kick. Oh, of course. And I will tell you why. Mm-hmm. Not because of its hitbox, not because of its hurt box. Kara SPD, baby. Oh, my God. Open the round, car, crouching medium kick, Kara light punch SPD. Gotcha. Didn't think I had the range, did you? Guess what? Now I do. Kara oh SPD. It, it's bananas. It's bananas yep. range. And I love it. I love it. It's so Next good. time, Joe, I want you to try sweep car SPD. I mean, it's that, even further. That's that's fine, too. That's fine, too. It's harder because, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. The cancer range, yeah. But, like, yeah. Media, you used to whenever. It's like, boom. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Didn't see that. Like, it. oh, it's super good. It, oh, yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Because like nice in story. that game in particular, like a lot of people's crouching medium kicks are really similar. Like the buttons are are mostly very similar. For there's the, there's obviously variations of of that, but like the utility of normals is is pretty normal. But to me, Kara cancel cancel out of the startup with that crouching medium kick. Boom! It's so good. That's yeah, my favorite normal amazing. attack. And then your favorite combo, Joe? I gotta stick. So hmm. It, my answer to this question would have been Skullamania's Raging Demon had they stuck to the older animations of the older EX games where it would kind of be randomized of like how like what instances like he showed up with the opponent right because as it is in in Fexel it's like it's it's the same animation every time he's he's like hurting you right Mm-hmm. But like in older games, it's like he's hurting you. He's like 
out to dinner with you. He's back to hurting you again. And there's a part of me that's like, that's the kind of dumb shit that I love. And it's a raging mm-hmm. demon. And that's cool. It's it, you've already been gotten. It's like the very good command grab. It would have been my number one. However, well, that is not. The can case. I tell you though? That it exists in Vexel. Well, I know it does, but he doesn't like take him out to dinner. He doesn't do fun no, stuff. He, he does. Oh, he does. Wait a minute. So wait a so minute. So to do so, this is an Easter egg command that you can <gasps> do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can do it for Skullamania's Raging Demon or Skulladream. You can do it for Shadow Guy's Raging Demon and also <gasps> Shadow Guy's Air Raging Demon. You have to. Yeah. I'm yeah. how? How do you do this? <laughs> So it's been a it's been a while since I tried it, but I believe you hold two buttons down. I believe the combination is hold light punch and medium kick, while you after you do the demon input, and then it'll play that animation. I, you get the hearts. You get to go out to dinner. He I, spanks um, you. Everything. I'm so, I'm so happy right now. Yep. I'm so happy that that is in the. Th- I because <laughs> I I was I was like this is damned. This be this. This demon be damned. How dare they? How <laughs> dare they take the fun out of this? But they included it. I'm yep. beside myself right now. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But what were you going to say? I'm curious now. I would. Hmm. I was going to say, Darun, any way that you can combo into the hump. Into oh, the, the Indra bridge, the, yeah, yeah, the, the the bridge. When you when you when you hump them, when you give them that hump, and you can do that any number of times. Two is fine. Two, or how how much meter you got, baby? I don't care. Three times is good. Hump them, boom, right up <laughs> into the air, and then ending it with the with the air with the with the catch. Oh, with the catch. Ooh, I was gonna say air SPD, but no, no, or no. I mean air air DDT. I like the catch. Here's why. Okay. Because the way that that animation looks is like he doesn't even give a fuck about yeah. catching. He's just like, man, here you go. <laughs> it's like throw. Because like you think about air, like air grabs. It's like you think about Potemkin. Mm, air, like hand in the air. I got your fucking neck. Or like <laughs> yeah. Abel. Boom. Snatch you out of the air. Shoulder down yeah. to the ground. Darren. Yeah, sack of potatoes. Like here you go. I don't want to touch you. <laughs> Uh, you don't deserve my hands, but I'm going to lightly <laughs> throw you to the other side. It, it is like if you think about like the, I think about the physics of it where I'm like, he's actually softening the blow from like they would have reached like terminal velocity at that point. They're so high up in the goddamn air that he, he catches them and just, oh, here you go. But he's like, what? And there's there's a part of, of that to me that is like so that's so good. It's so good. <laughs> It's and, amazing and not optimal too because you lose corner control. It's a whole, it's like a whole thing where it's like you shouldn't do this. Maybe if it'll kill, that's fine. But the way that that looks is like here you go. <laughs> and it so I love I laugh. love the DDT because you get you keep the corner. Uh, as soon as you do it, if you do instant Genghis DDT, the grounded version, uh, if they wake up and they don't super or DP. They get grabbed because there was a patch where Terry dropped and they changed Genghis DDT to actually catch crouching opponents. So it's guaranteed oh, if they okay. don't have bar or reversal and they, I think they literally can do nothing. See that they have no DP. 
I know that that's optimal. I get it. I'm fine with that. <laughs> but what if he just like tossed him like a sack of potatoes? Like, what if he just didn't care about the situation and we're like, all right. That's that's the part of that game that's fun to me is that it's just oh, yeah. it's like kind of dumb. It's it's yep. su- that entire combo is so dumb. He does the yep. power bridge up and then he. It is very. It's a very powerful bridge. It is extremely oh, yeah. powerful. <laughs> and a, vil- a village could cross that bridge, and it, like it really doesn't do that much damage. It unless you do the loops on it, of course. It's mm-hmm. just it's a whole thing, and I it warms my heart. But yeah. Anyway, folks, Amazing. that's that. That'll be a show. Uh, Geki, is there anything that you want to share before we finish up here, or where can people find you, or what you've got going on? Um, so all my channels, so I have a YouTube channel with uh, Vega content, Fexel content, just general fighting games that I like and support under Geki underscore CP. My Twitter is the same. Twitch is the same. Um, my Discord is the same as well. I don't know if you can add me that way. Uh, I have my own personal Discord, actually, so you can join Dang. that as well. You can send me a message. I can send you guys an invite. Um, and I do coaching. I do match analysis for people. Um, you know, I talk about the tournaments I'm hosting, any updates to my YouTube, Twitch, and whatnot. And um, yeah, just I want everyone in the FGC to be kinder to one another because uh, you True. only live once. Yeah, man. There's only one life. I'm in full agreement. Just be supportive of each other because mm-hmm. we're, we're all we got. The FGC is very small. We we rely on each other to stay alive, honestly. Uh, yeah. Anyway, folks, that's the show. You can find me at Joe or Super Joe Monday or at Reddit SF on Twitter.com or Joe underscore Monday on Reddit. Hit me up anytime. I'm free. That's a show. You have any questions, write into redditfighting at gmail.com. Uh, we haven't done questions on this show, but I'm thinking we might want to try to do that in the future. We'll see. We'll see how the response is. Anyway, that's a show. Catch this every Thursday. Don't forget about the tournaments. Monday night on the East Coast, uh, Friday night for the West Coast. But that is it, folks. Until next time, take care. <laughs>